0: So a majority of the Colorado Supreme Court has said that Donald Trump is ineligible to run for president in 2024, and they have ruled that he will not be on the ballot in Colorado. This is going to be appealed. But that is the ruling. That is the headline. ABC News legal analyst Royal Oaks is with us. Royal, this was a split decision. What did the majority say in making this ruling?
1: Well, the majority said that the U.S. Constitution says that if you are an insurrectionist, you may not be an officer of the United States. And of course, the background was after the Civil War and the South wasn't very cooperative about having lost. Uh, the folks in the North uh, enacted an amendment to the Constitution that said, what I just described it to try to keep the Southerners who are not playing fair by the rules out of federal offices. So, of course, Donald Trump was not charged with insurrection. He could have been, but the prosecutors chose not to go after him for that. But what happened was that half a dozen voters in Colorado just filed a civil lawsuit some months ago, and they said, hey, Judge, uh, read the Constitution. Uh, we think that Donald Trump was an insurrectionist on January 6th. Therefore, please bar him from the Colorado ballot. And as you say, by a four to three vote, Colorado Supreme Court agreed with them, saying, you know, yeah, he did that and therefore he may not be an officer of the U.S. So the next step is Donald Trump has appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court, which he has a right to do, and as a result of that, very likely uh, the Supreme Court is going to take weeks to dig into this or even say no to Donald Trump. But in the meantime, January 5 is the deadline to finalize the Colorado ballot. So almost certainly uh, since the Colorado Supreme Court said, "Okay, we're not going to enforce our decision uh, until we hear from the Supreme Court. Therefore, the January 5 ballot approval date will come and Trump will be on the ballot in Colorado after all. Of course, it's kind of academic because he lost to Hillary and he lost to Joe Biden. He certainly doesn't need Colorado. The problem is could be like a brush fire if the U.S. Supreme Court says, hey, yeah, Colorado has a good point. Guess what? Half the rest of the states are going to file similar suits. So, Royal, is it, it are you suggesting that it's, it's likely there will be a successful appeal or with the dates you outlined, does an appeal even matter? You know, nobody's got a crystal ball, and there's no real guidance from any level of courts as to who might win. But my speculation, you know, having looked at these matters for the last few decades, is that the U.S. Supreme Court is not going to agree with the Colorado Supreme Court. The U.S. Supreme Court is going to say, you know what, either because of some technical reasons, the trial judge in Colorado said he stays on the the ballot because the way she reads the Constitution, it doesn't apply to the president. It applies to congressmen, senators, and so on, but not the president. Or the U.S. Supreme Court could say, you know what, this is just too big a stretch. If he were convicted of an insurrection crime, sure, then he can't be president. But a civil suit in a state, I I don't think the U.S. Supreme Court is going to go along with that. Now, you could be a cynic and say, well, there's a five to four or six to three conservative majority on the high court. Three of the members of the U.S. Supreme Court were appointed by Trump. Of course, they're not going to they're not going to rule against their pal. But well, we know from the January 6th and the election interference uh, suits, the U.S. Supreme Court repeatedly uh, slapped Trump in the face. They, they didn't go along with his theory that the election was stolen. So they're not automatic votes for him. But, yeah, I got to say, if you want to go to Vegas and bet on this one, uh, you, you should bet on Donald Trump on this dispute.
0: Here's what a lot of people, I think, have a problem with, Royal. He hasn't been convicted of anything. He hasn't even been charged to the point you made with insurrection at all. And people will see this and say it's political. Colorado, a state which leans to the left with a Supreme Court that leans to the left, made this decision. He hasn't been charged or convicted of anything. There will be time for that.
1: Great point. And, you know, as as much as the Supreme Court justices in Washington are supposed to be purely robotic uh, legal folks and not political, they're human beings. I think they're going to have the same reaction that, you know, there is no clear, bright line answer to who's right and who's wrong in this. But it just feels wrong for somebody who could have been charged with insurrection, and it could have knocked him out of the presidency. He wasn't. That was the choice for the prosecutors. And maybe they made that choice because they didn't want to look transparently political. Uh, But the fact is, it seems like a stretch to allow a single state to do this and affect that state's ballot. And that could lead to other states making the same call. Let's just say for argument's sake, his name does not appear on the ballot. Could voters still write his name in? Yeah, they certainly may, and then there would need to be a separate determination. If he, for example, won in Colorado, there would have to be a separate determination as to whether he's really in, entitled to uh, to take the office. As a practical matter, Colorado really isn't very critical. And, of course, in my home state, California, the lieutenant uh, governor today called on the secretary of state in California to kick him off the ballot in California, too. And talk about if, if it's academic in Colorado, it's really academic in California – Because if Donald Trump ever wins the state of California, uh, there's going to be something very strange going on.
0: Royal, what does it tell you as an analyst when today you have Nikki Haley, Chris Christie, Ron DeSantis, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, all of them coming out and saying this is not the right move? And these are all people who want to defeat Donald Trump.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's a further argument for the fact that this really is too much of a a stretch legally. And of course, you know, it all folds into the weaponization of the legal system argument. And I think that has resonated. These public opinion polls showing that Trump is is ahead of Biden in every single swing state. I think it's it's, uh, the fact that independents who don't have any particular love for Trump and certainly never Trumpers in the GOP, who by definition don't have any love for Trump, They are so overwhelmed by the the weaponization argument, the transparent, the choreographing of four straight indictments in 2023, boom, 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 after waiting for two years and not indicting, just so you could have four trials in the election year of 2024, boom, 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 boom. It all looks like a, a, a weaponization of the legal system, and people don't like that. Uh, what are the Vegas odds on a Trump rally in Colorado at some point in the next several months? <laughs> right, well, he, he's going to be holding plenty of rallies. I don't know if he's going uh, to go to that state, but uh, he's, you know, he he weaponizes this himself. Every time there's a mugshot or an indictment, boom, he gets a bump. I saw where he, he cut up his suit he wore during the mugshot into 20 2024 pieces. Gee, what a coincidence, that number. And he's selling the pieces of fabric. Uh, so yeah, uh, he's uh, he's got Don Draper from Mad Men on his ad
0: team, I think. ABC News legal analyst Royal Oaks. Thank you so much, Royal. You bet.